Hello, everyone, and welcome to this week's edition of JM Rewind, where we get an opportunity to uh, listen to some of the great conversations that have been taking place on JM Name recently. We'll begin with Ishai Goldflam of the JNF. Uh, an amazing opportunity we had to speak with him about uh, the work that his department is doing when it comes to Zionist advocacy, college campuses, and in, gen- in general, uh, Zionist education. Yishai Goldflam of the Jewish National Fund with us on this edition of JM Rewind right here at the Nahum Siegel Network. Yishai Goldflam is with us live via telephone. He is the executive director of Israel Advocacy and Education for the Jewish National Fund. And um, according to this, his department, and in terms of what they do in his department for Zionist education, They are the single largest provider of Zionist programs in the United States of America. Yishai Goldflam, welcome to JM in the AM. Thank you very much. Great to be here. That is an amazing distinction. The uh, largest provider of Zionist programs in the U.S. You should wear that uh, moniker proudly, and I'm sure you do. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely. To say the least. Uh, I know Tu B'Shvat is coming up. We're less than a month away, and we'll talk a little bit about that. Uh, uh, coming up uh, uh, later in this conversation. But first, explain to everybody in this audience the role of JNF and your specific department when it does come to Israel advocacy and education. Great, thanks. So um, our department uh, really has uh, an amazing task that I'm very happy to spearhead, which is engaging um, every, uh, every Jewish person from kindergarten all the way to the end of college. So we basically engage uh, elementary schools, high schools, college campuses, communities, synagogues, uh, from the East Coast to the West Coast and anything in between, Um, and we connect them to Israel. We have a a lot of programs that a lot of them are about Israel, about Zionism, about what JNF does uh, for Israel, and we cater to different age groups, different audiences, and we're all over the place. So... um, and we're very happy to be those people. How long have you been doing this? You've been involved with this effort for how long? Well, me personally, I've been around for about uh, a year and a half. The department has been here much longer than I have. Um, and we're just going from strength to strength, uh, enlarging our, uh, our programs, meeting more communities, more people, bringing the message of GNF, what GNF does in Israel, uh, what Israel does to the world. Uh, or how it helps the world, how it contributes to the world. That's kind of the message, the positively, uh, positively Israel message that we're bringing to schools, high schools, and, and also college campuses that we've started becoming a, a, a pretty big player on. Yeah, well, we know how the BDS movement is doing. Uh, what you're doing is obviously a wonderful counter to that, that's for sure. Um, Absolutely. You know, it's, it's funny, over the years, and specifically the last couple of years, we have, uh, we have discovered through these conversations and our work with JNF, that um, anything related to Israel, and it literally could be anything, I mean, even even sports, which we've, which we've gone ahead and emphasized on this program a lot, uh, anything having to do with Israel, they're willing to go ahead and explore and to fund and to find volunteers, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, uh, to make those programs work. Uh, the fact that they, as the Jewish National Fund, obviously concentrating on activities in Israel, that they recognize the importance of doing the same type of Zionist advocacy in the diaspora, I think is a major statement. Absolutely. I mean, we, um, people, people tend to think that, uh, the JNF, uh, you know, is all about planting trees and taking care of water, which is something that we have in fact done for, for, uh, you know, for more than a hundred years. Uh, but we've expanded our outreach so much and the, the types of activities and programs and, and messages that we bring from Israel are so diverse. 
um, in terms of all the uh, all the action areas that JNF uh, focuses on, and that's what we're bringing to the schools. So the Israel, the Israel that we're we're showing to the kids in schools, and the um, and the type of projects and the types of, of ways that they can uh, get involved uh, have simply are, are simply so so varied, um, and they're very different than what you would have, what you would have seen in schools ten or twenty years ago. Pretty amazing. Yishai Goldflam's with us, Executive Director of Israel Advocacy and Education with JNF, of course. Uh, well, Tubishvat is around the corner. It's about three weeks away. And you mentioned college campuses. Uh, you, you are, and again, we always associate or very often associate Tubishvat programs with kindergarten, with elementary school, with the younger kids, maybe into high school. But you're taking even the Tubishvat program all the way to the college-age folks as well, which is pretty remarkable. Absolutely. I mean, when you think about it, we this is the original Earth Day. You know, everybody, everybody <laughs> today, true. the young generation, the millennials, they care so much about the environment and global warming, etc. And Tubishvat has been there for thousands of years <laughs> before, you know, before these young millennials started talking about it. And that's an amazing message that we can bring, the message of the environment, of taking care of the land, uh, of planting trees, of the importance of, of not just of trees, but in general, the environment. And that's something that, that especially Jenna specializes in. And you'd be surprised that the college campuses, the, the kids on campus, they are just looking for, for things like that. They're looking for, for uh, um, an interesting way to engage their, their friends, Jews and non-Jews, about Israel. And Tubishvat, as surprising as it may sound to some of the listeners, is actually a great way to, to engage those, uh, I would say, even unaffiliated, unaffiliated students who don't want to talk about politics and BDS and all that, well, hold on, if you're talking about Tubishvat and trees and environment, right. it's, just a, it's a great message for them. And they love participating in the programs that we offer for them on college campuses. After all, Israel is, of course, the original land, so to speak. <laughs> we were the first, I guess, when it comes to these issues. Uh, Absolutely. Uh, so uh, efforts are being made to uh, to be on the college campuses and do Tubishvat programs and synagogues and JCCs uh, to attract not just the kids, uh, but for adult programming as well. And the classroom program in general for the JNF Education Department as it relates to Tubishvat. I, mean, I can only imagine how many hundreds of schools you are reaching uh, with this specific program. I mean, do you have any estimate, any idea how many people, how many kids of school age you're reaching just on that day? Absolutely. So the number of schools that this year we're engaging with is around 650 wow. across the country. Uh, we have engaged last year. We had a bit, uh, the number was a bit uh, lower, but we had about 15,000 school kids that we know that were engaged in our programs, so we're looking to exceed that number this year. So the minimum is 15,000, and hopefully uh, it will be a bit more. But yes, we're talking about thousands and thousands of kids who will engage in our 2 Truck programs this year. Yishai Goldflam is with us. All right, we know about the fires in Israel, obviously a very big news story, one we watched very closely and, uh, and considered ways that we and our audience could help out, and I, I know JNF obviously played a major role in helping in the aftermath of the fires because of the fires there's an even stronger effort this tubishvat to essentially make it the best one ever absolutely uh uh you know unfortunately that's what happened just a few months ago as we all know um and what what a better time to uh to to try and and assist and help by you know by by planting trees or supporting uh, jnf which you know it's not just about planting the trees but it's also about the uh, the the uh, emergency services and the, the fire trucks, et cetera, and all the things that we're helping to support, uh, replenishing and helping out with equipment. Um, so we are really utilizing Tubishvat this time uh, this year as a as a as a great opportunity for people who still want to uh, help in the aftermath of the of of some of the worst fires that Israel has seen in the last couple of years. 
Uh, so Tugushot is a great time to, uh, to to support Israel and support JNF, and we're still we're still in the field. We're still out there. Our people are still walking around, assessing. Um, we're still planting trees, by the way, not necessarily immediately in the burnt areas, but there's still other other places in Israel that weren't burnt. Thank God, right. uh, we're still uh, planting trees over there. So yes, we are. We th- this is this year will be a great opportunity uh, for uh, for anybody who wants to continue supporting the efforts of the of the aftermath of the fires and to replenish and restore. Uh, to be sure, it would be a great opportunity to, to join the effort. And, and we'll obviously remind everybody as we get closer to February the 11th. February the 11th, which is a Shabbat, is Tu B'Shvat this year. And by the way, I, you know, for our purposes, we always do our Tu B'Shvat special. Obviously, uh, you know, it's on a weekday. But I think it's an advantage for you guys to have it on a Shabbat. It sort of turns the whole thing into a big Tu B'Shvat weekend. You could do programming on Thursday and Friday and in shuls over Shabbat plus Sunday if you wish. I, I think it's a big advantage for everybody uh, when Tu B'Shvat is on Shabbat. Right, and that's actually what we're doing. Uh, you should know that some some places, some uh, JCCs and some synagogues, they're they're even doing it a week before. It's it's almost a week long festival, I right. would call it. Uh, especially that weekend of the 11th, as you said, during Shabbat, we have speakers that we offer to synagogues. And if there's anybody listening to the show right now that would like to have a uh, a speaker from JNF, uh, by the way, free of charge to come and speak about Tu Bishvat, about JNF, about the fires, anything at all, more than more than welcome to contact us. So that's going to be on Shabbat. On Sunday, the 12th, they are going to be countless Tu Bishvat events that we're going to be in. And, yeah, I agree with you. I think it's actually a great thing that it's on the weekend. Now, when you do the trips to Israel, uh, the Sharashim birthright trips and the uh, Caravan for Democracy leadership missions that attract students um, uh, you know, from around the country, are, are, are those under your jurisdiction? Are the trips to Israel part of the whole advocacy department? Absolutely. As I said, we, we engage uh, the age group from kindergarten all the way to, to college and campuses, uh, and then we hand them off to our Janet Future Department, which is our young professionals. So uh, for college campuses, for college kids, we offer uh, many, many programs, both in the States and also in Israel. And what you've mentioned is uh, we have birthday trips. We also have uh, um, a JNF trip, which is called Alternative break, alternative winter, spring break, in which uh, we bring kids who already have been to Israel on birthright, and now they want to do something different and more meaningful, uh, we bring them to Israel to volunteer for a week. That's the alternative break. And the even more amazing program that we have is Karish of Democracy, which is bringing non-Jewish student leaders on various campuses to Israel for a 10-day trip to Israel. They've never been to Israel before. They, they don't know much about Israel, and many of them learn about Israel for the first time on our trip. And these are people, these are, we, we specifically choose student leaders who we believe are going to be influencers in the future, whether it's their campuses or also in their, uh, in their adult lives. Um, and, and we, uh, we have a, a great chance to, to show them what Israel really is. And this is probably one of the most important projects that, uh, that JNF does. And that's part of, that's part of the education department. That's part of us connecting Jews and non-Jews to Israel. That's exactly what we do. What what, uh, what trips just came back? What were the most recent ones that just arrived back in the U.S.? So our winter our winter break actually had a bunch of uh, a bunch of trips. We had three alternative break trips, and we had two buses of Caravan for Democracy, and we had twenty two buses of Birthright. So all in all, you're talking about close to a thousand individuals who are on our various programs, whether Birthright, Alternative Break, or Camera Democracy. Uh, most of them have, were there during the Christmas break. Uh, and uh, as, as late as last week, they, most of them came back. 
pretty amazing. The work you're doing is really incredible. And this time, this is your time of year. This is really your time of year, Yishai. <laughs> so I'm wishing That's you, right. I'm wishing you a very early happy to Bishvat. And we'll remind our listeners, obviously, as we get closer and closer. By the way, everything you mentioned in terms of getting free speakers for the shul for February the 11th, and in terms of uh, tree information, and in terms of the college camp, I, guess, I assume it's all at JNF.org, right? Exactly, JNF.org. You just have to look for the right tab. Uh, you can click on Zionist Education and Advocacy or Speakers Bureau. There, there are many tabs. It's, it's pretty self-explanatory. All the information is there. And again, free speakers, uh, activities. We have kits that we can give all, all free uh, that we can send to your synagogue, your JCC, your community uh, with posters and stickers and Two Bishvat Seders, even, that you can run in your own congregation. Ah, cool. um, it's, it's really a lot, a lot of material, so just go to jnf.org, and you can, you can see all the material there, and we're very, very happy to send it your way. Yeah, we did a Seder on the air one year. It's really cool. All right, Yishai Goldflam is Executive Director, Israel Advocacy and Education for the Jewish National Fund, JNF. Yishai Tadarabah, thanks so much for joining us. Thank you for having me. Have a great week. That was Yishai Goldflam of JNF joining us. On a recent edition of JM in the AM, JM Rewind continues with this conversation and the new music alert that we had with Simcha Leiner this past Thursday when he visited and we had an opportunity to speak about Leiner live in Odessa and a whole bunch of great stuff. Simcha Leiner on JM in the AM recently on this edition of JM Rewind here at the Nahum Siegel Network. Here at uh, JM in the AM, Simcha Leiner in studio are set to get ready in uh, Facebook Live. Or I should say we're ready and set to Facebook Live on the Nahum Siegel Network Facebook update page. Uh, if you go to Nahum Siegel Network on Facebook, uh, our Facebook Live presentation will begin in a couple of minutes. Uh, Simcha Liner in studio. We have an album, a brand new album to talk about, Liner Live in Odessa. Uh, it's got a great uh, bunch of brand new material and some classics, of course, as well. We've been playing it here at Jam and the Amps. So get ready. We will speak with Simcha Liner about this. And he also, as I mentioned, uh, claims to be one of the people that is... Um, tuned into our app no matter where he is and we'll quiz him on that coming up in this hour plus at nine o'clock of course charlie harari with un, uh, with uh, unlocking greatness uh, coming up at nine thirty, michael fragan and company with spin class as we get closer and closer to the inauguration he'll speak about politics allison josephs is uh going to be doing jew in the city speaks that starts at um 10 o'clock eastern time an interview with sharon katz cooper an orthodox jewish marine geologist that's Life with Miriam Al-Wallach with Gilly Shanowitz and Bryce Gruber-Herman. They're going to be talking about the big mega challah bake for kids, the world's largest second annual one, uh, happening Sunday, February the 5th at the Grand Hyatt Hotel in New York. You can go to kidschalabake.com. 11 o'clock, we'll do a live lunch. We have a plenty of great programming all through the day here at the Nahum Siegel Network. Make sure you are tuned in uh, and enjoy. And we remind you, this is America's one and only Jewish Moments in the Morning Radio program heard on listener-sponsored digital radio, around the world on the web at NahumSiegel.com, on the NahumSiegel Network, and of course on the beloved NSN app. Simcha Liner, hour number three is here. He's coming up if you keep it right here at JM in the AM. Sabato, 
Liner. That is from the uh, Liner Live in Odessa album. Val Hakol is the name of that one. It is with pleasure that we welcome Simcha Liner into the Nachum Siegel Network JM and the AM studios on this Thursday morning. Good morning, Simcha Liner. Good morning, Nachum. It's great to be here. Finally, huh? We've spoken about <laughs> getting you back in studio for quite a while. Third time's a chime. <laughs> there, that's true. And welcome to our new studios here as we uh, broadcast from New York City. Welcome you here and congratulate you on the brand new release uh, live in Odessa. It's on DVD. It's on CD. We've been playing it. We'll get an opportunity to talk about it this morning here at JM in the AM. So why Odessa? Why Odessa? Uh, it took a while to reach an answer for why <laughs> Odessa. Yeah. Um, we originally um, were looking to do a show out in Ukraine, Eastern European area. Um, and uh, we were looking into actually Lvov first, mm. liner live in Lvov. Not bad, sounded, you know. Um, and uh, over time, while establishing a you know a bigger network of uh, people that are running the organizations and you know networking amongst uh, Jewish communities throughout Ukraine, we eventually reached the conclusion that Odessa would be the place to uh, you know put on a show like this for multiple reasons. Uh, number one being that the young Jewish population there is extremely enthusiastic and well-versed in current Jewish music, which for us was uh, eye-opening and really exciting. I can imagine that's a discovery. Yeah. <laughs> My gosh. 
in Odessa. Uh, it's just uh, number two. It's a beautiful city. It's a it's a port town. It's on the water. It's a resort town. There's just you know you walk the streets. You're you're, you're taken back. You know, sixty years, a hundred years to a. Uh, is it centrally located? Did you get the feeling that people were coming from all over the place to be? It is show? definitely not centrally oh, located. So only the Odessa folks are showing you know, up. Just uh, let's let's leave to Odessa. We'll be there next week. You know, <laughs> it uh, it was a trek, um, but it was driving distance to Kiev, Lvov, um, Uman. So once the show was announced, uh, there were buses and groups you know formed that were coming from all over. Uh, the surrounding uh, from Jewish communities. And that is how we filled this huge theater with uh, the Jewish communities of all the surrounding cities. How many seats were in this theater? There were, I think, 1,400 seats. Was it difficult to get a staff, to get musicians, to get videographers, to get people who are local but, you know, who knew the lay of the land that you needed to work with? With, you know, like any uh, overseas production, it's a matter of finding the right group of people that will um, assist in putting together a team because we didn't speak the language and believe it or not, very few people out there speak English. Wow. So it's not like when you go to more of the uh, European countries, even like, you know, you're going to France, or you're going to Italy. At the end of the day, most people can get, can get by in uh, English. I mean, dollar, I mean, English, you know, right. It's um, a, uh, <laughs> you know, with a little bit of work you put together. It's so, expected that you'll hear English. Right. So we set up an office in Odessa. Um, and hired a local um, secretary that was fluent in English and in uh, Russian slash Ukrainian. I'm not. I'm not. I'm still right. not sure Whatever what the difference is. is right. You know. Um, and she was the coordinator, and uh, we had a couple of local producers that took care of everything else. And as you can see, they are 100% up to date in everything technology you know, art, the arts, and uh, they really assisted us in putting on a... What percentage of the audience spoke English? And did you communicate with them in English? Very, a very small percentage. Did you communicate with them in English? Or we, you, you learned some Ukrainian before you went on stage? I picked up a few of the Russian, you know, right. buzzwords. Um, but there was no need A nice to, amount of Ivrit, you know... Which they did understand? A very large percentage of the oh, population speaks Ivrit. Um, a lot of the staff, in the uh, infrastructure, Jewish infrastructure comes in from Israel. It's right. it's not that far a trip. Right. You know, it's a three hour trip. You need someone to um, work. They can come in from there. Also, um, we had quite a few people come in from Israel for the show as audience members who wanted to fly in and be you part know, of they, it. Once they saw when the, was it? What month? What day? When was this? It was November eighth. So uh, three months now. Right. Uh, two months. Well, yeah, two and a half three. months away. Right. You know, earlier. So uh, we we. Really took this, and that time was a, cho- was chosen for no special reason, right? Just right. We got it a good date for a, a show, and it was a quiet um, time for the community there. Right, which is they are very, very. They have a yeah. very busy social calendar out in there. See, when we heard, when we heard you were doing this in Odessa, I'm like, you know, there's also, and you said, you know, because it's a very vibrant community that knows Jewish, and they know Jewish music in Atlanta. They know Jewish Sorry. music in, in, you know, in Johannesburg. I, I didn't know why you had to go to Odessa to, to find an audience like that, but it must have been an interesting project, to say the least. Definitely. We, there is uh, something called the Shema Yisrael Network. Right. Um, they uh, manage the schools and the high schools, Elementary schools, Jewish schools, obviously, right. all across um, Ukraine, Russia, Azerbaijan, Georgia, all these uh, countries out there, Bulgaria. Um, and they were the ones that 
not really approached us, but it, it was a mutual um, decision to do a show to be mechazek, to inspire some of these communities. Sure. And I think, you know, as a little kid in the audience, um, there's nothing more inspiring than, you know, being treated as a kid in in the New York, New Jersey area that, you know, they, they, they get a full production put on in their hometown, which a city that... You know, up until now, probably most Jewish people didn't even know existed. Oh, that I'm sure. Simcha Liner in studio. You can go to the Nachum Siegel Network page on Facebook for Facebook Live. Again, go to Nachum Siegel Network on Facebook for Facebook Live. Let's do one of the uh, new selections, something sure. that not, normally does not appear on a regular Simcha Liner album. Which one do you want to do? Which it's one of these selections? a great song, uh, new song, Nasa Vanishma. Okay. We wrote it for the show. Um, Ellie Schwab and I got together. You know, oh, Ellie Schwab's name's coming up a lot these right. days. That's right. He's a... He's a very very talented composer yeah. um and i think he loved the pressure you know <laughs> we need a song now <laughs> and, and he few, said a few not hours later he's like not so, that's right not so initial. words that anyone you know any any jewish soul can uh, associate themselves with so simcha liner in studio facebook live if you go to the nachum single network page on facebook the brand new selection is entitled nasa vanishma it's composed by ellie schwab and it appears on the dvd and on the brand new cd of a liner Live in Odessa. More coming up if you keep it here at JM in the AM.
Well, the crowd certainly seems to be enjoying it. The brand new selection. Uh, Simcha Liner in studio here at JMM. The brand new one is called Nasa Venishma, composed by Ellie Schwab, done on the uh, stage in Odessa. Uh, those of you who are um, who are anxious to uh, hear uh, the brand new and, and see the brand new uh, Liner Live in Odessa, you can go to LinerLive.com. When they go there, when anybody goes there, they can actually see the DVD. They can rent it if they want, right? That's right. You can stream it live or uh, get the link to download the audio, the video, all that information. All right, it's all there. Go to LinerLive.com, Liner, L-E-I-N-E-R, Live.com for information. Jam in the AM on this Thursday morning. Simcha Liner in studio. Well, one of the um, one of the things that we are extremely appreciative of, and I think we've made this clear to you, but now I'll say it publicly, is that there are a large number, of, thank God, of Jewish music uh, stars that have embraced our move to our digital platform. I don't know, though, of anybody more than you in terms of the enthusiasm because uh, your support has been incredible before, during, and now after the actual transition. And uh, I mention this because you sent us an email, (laughs) a very prideful email, uh, letting us know how many countries, uh, in how many countries you've listened to the NSN app. This, I believe, is just, uh, this list is, I think, It's already outdated? <laughs> that could be, but this is just after you switched exclusively. To, right. Uh, Correct. You know, oh, yes. Prior In to one the, month, right. when you were doing a simultaneous broadcast, right. uh, I, I, I didn't keep track. So. Correct. This is only since December the 1st. That's right. You have listened to the uh, NSN, Nahum Siegel Network app, in the United States of America, not surprisingly, Canada, Mexico, Portugal, Belgium, Israel, and the Ukraine. That's and that's right. a pretty impressive lineup, frankly. I'm just trying to think if we missed anything. <laughs> there may have been something else in the last few weeks, huh? Uh, so I thank you for that, and I thank you for the encouragement and for reminding everybody out there uh, how easy it is to hear us loudly and clearly around the entire globe. Must be It must be amazing sitting in a hotel in Mexico and just listening into what we're doing here in New York. That's it, pretty cool. It also gets you a, a little bit back on a, home ta- a hometown time zone, right. you know, which helps. Um, and what a lot of people don't uh, realize, I think, is that there's a lot of interaction you know, with the comments and uh, sure. You can really yeah, today, uh, today we have a tremendous amount of interaction. So, uh, I think it's the first day of yeshiva break for a lot of people, <laughs> so they're using the opportunity to do some of the things they don't normally get a you chance to. You finally don't have to hide it under your tallest bag, right? <laughs> That's true. The um, the only thing I can do to top this, and I don't think it really tops it, is I'm spending Shabbos in Charlotte in North Carolina. So I am planning at some point tomorrow to be streaming the Nachum Siegel Network app in the in North Carolina. Okay. But Simcha Liner, that pales in comparison to your efforts and where you've been listening to the show, so it's much appreciated. Simcha Liner in studio here at JM in the AM, and uh, we're taking a close look at the brand-new CD and DVD, Liner Live in Odessa. You actually included, um, and maybe we'll play a, a piece of it as we speak about it, uh, you actually included something called the William Tell Overture. This was an effort to do what? To do what differently during this concert performance? Well, number one, we all know that uh, music is universal. So a, a piece of music that everyone at some point knows, you know, my kids know it from, right. they're three and a half and they know it from somewhere. I don't know where they know it from prior to this. Um, but the real intention of, uh, during rehearsal, Yochi Wirtzman and I were sitting and going through very difficult pieces of music. There's actually a song in there, Mim Kaimcha, from Shlom Kalbach, right. Chazan Right. also that requires a, a really high level of skill 
from a, mu- a musician to sure. to pull it off, and um, they were they were blowing us away. So, what better way to feature you know these musicians um, than a song like the William Tell Overture, which really you know demonstrates this? In the, other words, you wanted to give them we their wanted due. them to shine. Look you know? look at this classic piece and how they do it. Correct. That's actually a pretty and, good and concept. You know, this was during rehearsal when they realized how this. A group of sixty-five musicians that haven't necessarily played with each other, right. you know, prior to this uh, this day, they saw how well each other played and how, you know, it was a certain level of pride that that shown that was shown through throughout the show. So that was a really a, a great move, and uh, it took it took them up a level. Very cool. That's what you're listening to in the background, folks. It's literally the William Tell Overture from that night back in November when Simcha Liner was live. In Odessa. If you have a comment, our app is, of course, wide open for you to comment away and let us know what you have to say about Simcha Liner and the brand new album. It's available at the linerlive.com, linerlive.com. One listener, Rachel, says, My kids and myself absolutely love all of Simcha Liner's music. Uh, another listener says, Simcha, we're waiting for you to come to Australia. The Bachram here are big fans of the Vaharavna song. That's right. There was a beautiful video that someone posted of, um, I don't remember the occasion, but the a bunch of Bachram singing and playing. There was a cellist, a violinist, uh, all Bachram playing the Harvna song that was written by uh, Baruch Levine. Uh, Very cool. Also, uh, listener Max says, simply you sound good here in El Paso, too. That works. There's an Odessa, Texas, right around the corner. Oh, is there? There yeah. you go. So, <laughs> from one Odessa to another. Um, LinerLive.com for more information. You could stream the brand new DVD. Etc. Etc. All right. Do you want to do that, Mim Komcha? You want to go somewhere else? Tell us where this new music Thursday is heading sure. now at JM in the AM. Okay. Let's uh, let's start with Mim Komcha and uh, pick it up tomorrow. Pick it up it's tomorrow. like a six-minute song. So. <laughs> well, no, we we'll have to pick it up tomorrow, but we'll do at least part of it. Great. Maybe all of it. Who knows? Mim Komcha. It's the Shlomo Kalbach composition done live by Simcha Liner in Odessa. Believe it or not, we have it for you here at JM in the AM.
Liner. The Kalbach Mimkomcha, as he performed it in Odessa just a couple of months ago. It's the brand new CD and DVD, Liner Live in Odessa, featuring it this morning on a very special new music alert Thursday at JM in the AM. So I'll thank you right off the bat for saying Mishiach Tzidkecha, because too many people who record that song will say Mashiach Tzidkecha. So congratulations on actually getting it right, Simcha Liner. Thank you. About five minutes before the show, I was like, okay, I know it's it's one way, but <laughs> which way is which it? Way is it? <laughs> so, and, and you've been davening for years right. and you couldn't remember. I'd like to thank Art Scroll for making it available online uh, as we quickly pulled it up to reference. That's pretty funny, I'll yeah. tell you. You could be so familiar with something. It's also Ha'amor, Ha'amor. It's right. like, I knew, I knew that if I get it wrong, I won't hear the end of it. So. Uh, it's funny, you could be familiar with something for years, but when you're about to do it publicly, you, you, right. you, you just have to make sure and confirm it a million times. I love the comments we're getting on the Facebook Live. Uh, if you want uh, to go to Facebook, folks, and see our Facebook Live presentation of this very radio show with Simcha Liner in studio, just go to the Nahum Siegel Network page, Nahum Siegel Network on Facebook. Uh, so Mayor Kruder is telling uh, Jamie to take good pictures. You saw that? It's pretty funny, actually. The great photographer himself. A lot of people telling us how great the music is, and we certainly agree with that. Um, this is real music. At its, it doesn't get any more real. You know, this is a, a symphony orchestra. How many pieces uh, were on stage? I believe 64. Wow. Um, yeah, and there was room that's, for me. That's a lot. <laughs> there was still that room is, for me. That is a lot. Yeah. yeah. 64 pieces. Uh, listener Penny says, nice watch, Simcha. So oh. we, we've, seen the, we've seen the hazards. This really is a, a live. <laughs> we've seen the hazards of Facebook Live, live and in person. Imagine that. Uh, Simcha Liner's here. It's LinerLive.com. LinerLive.com. Your, your opportunity to see everything streamed, uh, streamed uh, um, through your computer uh, from the brand new uh, DVD. And, of course, you can check out the CD there as well. All right, so you have a... Um, Another new selection, this one composed by Yosef Schick. 
Right. Uh, are we familiar with the name Yosef Shik? Are there songs of his that we know, or is this one of his first-time efforts? I, I'm pretty sure this is one of his first songs to be released. He's an incredibly talented composer. He was one of the original Shalshelis Jr. Really? Yeah, I believe so. Years ago, huh? He sang... Oh, I heard him sing live once. It blew me away. Do you, I don't know if you recall the Helfgott concert at the Metropolitan Opera. I was there, at least for one of them. That, I know there were a couple was, of them. That's yeah. right. There might have been a couple. Yeah. I remember he sang. He, he was, was the, the Malikin, they called him. He was a... Uh, Saying uh, a duet with the. I don't remember a kid being there that night, but it's possible that maybe it was the other show. Who knows? Yeah, I was a kid myself at the time, about four years ago. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, so Yosef Shik is a very talented composer. He lives in Israel. Um, this song I purchased a while ago for my next album, and it's one of those songs I heard it. This is something I want to make sure that no one else sings just as much as I want to put it on my own album. Um, and then when we were planning the show, we were looking for a couple new songs, you know, to introduce. And I remembered that we had this in our in our arsenal, so uh, we had yeah. it arranged for symphony. Is that how we refer to a collection of music now? Is it arsenal? <laughs> Definitely, we're we're getting there, you know. But uh, it, it's a, it's such a uh, it's a, it's, a it's tough pretty la- comprehensive tough landscape out there, huh? <laughs> you got to bring your arsenal. All right, uh, it's brand new. It's called Melech Shochinad. And uh, it is uh, written by uh, uh, Yosef Shik, and it was performed by Simcha Liner in Odessa. Simcha Liner here in our studio. We're Facebook living. If you go to the Nachum Single Network page on Facebook, you can see this conversation as it's happening. You can comment on our app, of course, or anywhere else, including Facebook. Let us know what you think of the great music. Liner live in Odessa. It's brand new, and we have it for you right here at JM in the AM.
Brand new Melach Shochenad, sung by Simcha Liner. J.M. in the A.M., Thursday morning. A new music alert Thursday as we uh, explore the Live in Odessa DVD and CD. Go to LinerLive.com, LinerLive.com for information. I'm breaking my own rule so often, too often this morning. Uh-oh. Usually, you, usually when you don't want to encourage silly comments, you don't mention them on the air. <laughs> <laughs> like the watch comment was completely out of Nahum Siegel's character. But then someone else says they like your sweater. And for some reason, I feel like I got to mention That's it. it. So, That's so, it. I, maybe it's the fascination I I'm, have with the fact that people actually can watch what I'm doing after all right. these years. I'm going to come in a poncho next time. <laughs> there you go. We'll put up a big blanket between you and the face. And hide behind the, the Nahum Siegel network. There you pop-up. go. That's an idea. Anyway, at least it tells us that people are engaged and that they're listening in and watching. Hello from West Palm Beach, says listener Esther. Thank you. Uh, what else do we have here? Uh, they want to know if it's the same Yosef Schick from um, Shalshelis Jr. Miami Boys. And I guess, yeah. That's right. Same Yosef Schick as we said earlier. Uh, listener Alan says, excellent show, most enjoyable. Thank you, Alan. Gil says he's watching this on his way to Brooklyn, which has prompted some people to tell him to watch the road instead of watching this. I don't know. I'm sort of torn. What do you think? <laughs> Pull over. We're, 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 uh, we're worth the wait. That's yeah. actually a good idea. Yeah, okay. I think you can watch this afterwards also on Facebook Live. So that would be an option for those who actually have to drive as you commute in on a uh, Thursday morning. Uh, more comments on our app. And you're welcome, of course, to comment and let us know what you think. Um, yeah. One of our listeners says, love the dick talk. Ha-amor is a common mistake. So there you go. It's good to check before you go on stage. And the Daf Yomiid, who's always tuned in and has uh, a great uh, ear for music, says that Mim Komcho was amazing. And he puts amazing yeah. in big, bold letters, and rightfully so. I think that r- usually means the screaming. So <laughs> oh, that's what it means? <laughs> I think he just thinks he did a good job. Uh, Simcha Liner is here. It's JM and the AM. A couple of reminders before we head back to our conversation. Um, first of all, we have an amazing day all day long on our Nahum Siegel Network. Make sure to stay tuned in as we present uh, Charlie Harari. Unlocking Greatness. He's coming up between 9 and 9.30 this morning. At 9.30, spin class, Michael Fragan and um, Phil Goldfeder and company, they have got a, an amazing look at the inauguration and so many things that are happening in the world of politics on spin class. 10 o'clock, it's Jew in the City Speaks. That's, of course, Allison Josephs. And Allison today has uh, an Orthodox Jewish marine geologist. Could you imagine that? And uh, she'll be speaking... Uh, she'll be speaking with her, um, the Orthodox Jewish marine geologist, um, coming up, uh, coming up at uh, 10 o'clock this morning. That would be uh, Sharon Katz Cooper. And then Mary Malwalek with that's life. Mary Malwalek with that's life. It is going to be a, uh, a show dedicated to an amazing event, the Mega Chalabake, second annual world's largest Mega Chalabake for kids happening at the Hyatt on February the 5th. Gilly Shanowitz and Bryce Gruber-Herman both will join Miriam L. Wallach, and then we'll do the live lunch starting at 11 o'clock. And you've actually tuned into the live lunch on occasion right. from different parts of the world. Oh, last, last week, we were trying to encourage you to call into the live lunch. Oh, I didn't know that. To discuss this email that you had sent. Oh. I'm glad we <laughs> saved it for this morning, and obviously, you were busy last Thursday. we'll finally track the source of uh, the gefilte fish. That's right. We're giving you... The marine biologist. Yeah, the marine biologist. Finally, where's that? Sorry, that's been like a. Uh, I think I think this is geologist. By the way, geologist. Yeah. 
<laughs> so maybe more of what Yeshiva education. Maybe more, more of what's on the surface of the uh, of the sea, as opposed to the actual uh, living creatures in the sea. I don't know. I don't know how it works. I'm just guessing. I guess we'll both have to tune in. Exactly. Uh, and you have an excused absence from last week's live lunch. We're not holding you accountable for it, <laughs> and especially because you showed up this morning all the way from your your home. It's funny. Very few people. I shouldn't say very few. A large number of people, uh, for obvious reasons find this studio now more convenient than our old one for you it's just the opposite so a big big effort on your part and i thank you for it simple although as the that. kosher food selections around here are much more aplenty than jersey city than jersey city yeah that's not saying much <laughs> and, and trust me on either end you're not saying much but you are accurate i can tell you that much simcha liner in studio so you go back to sl2 what what was clearly the song from sl2 is it is, is it uh is it one that's definitive is it one that from your vantage point with and you had a lot of good hits on it you had a lot of nice hits that made an impact but was there one that was clearly number one the the first track the Atamaram, was clearly a you know one of those that like comes right out of the you know running right out of the gate it's funny though that sometimes we get this feeling that when there are the quality of the songs are at a certain level right consistently some of them don't you know become outliers you know sometimes on on certain albums there are two songs that are just like unbelievable hits and the rest are just mediocre and i think we set a bar pretty high and um that's why like everyone has their favorites it's one of those albums that you don't necessarily see one that just became you know some people don't even know that there are other songs on the album that exist um so that was interesting to to follow like uh it took us a while to choose which songs to like open a show with or end a show with because it's hard to gauge necessarily which one is that like instant hit you know on the first album we had two songs that were clearly the hits of the album there was Mimi and Piskili you know right. this album Vatamar was you know now looking back a year you know after a year a little bit more than a year um Vatamar was a definitely a song that you know was became universal and Kanfenisharm as well is a, a song that I I take some credit for that because we started playing Confidence Charm really early on, it just there was something about it that just got me. I yeah, really and it like builds, that song. it builds beautifully. Yes. So uh, very meaningful piece. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Simcha Liners here. You can watch all of this right now on Facebook. If you go to Nahum Siegel Network on Facebook, you can watch the entire thing right now uh, as it's happening live. How do you feel when you are? And this is unusual. If you're sitting at a chuppah, chances are you're really not sitting. You're probably singing. But but let's just you know play along for a moment when you hear that it's obvious that the Hassan or Kala asked that Pischi Lee be the song that they walk down to. It must give you, I don't know. I mean, I just heard it at a wedding last week where, I mean, you weren't there, but <laughs> I can tell you that I heard it. it. must give you an extra special feeling that they're using that for such a big moment in their lives. Definitely. There's a, it was funny that originally Kalbarama was a song that was either, you know, like one of those songs that, they definitely wanted to walk down to it, right. but they definitely didn't want to walk down to it, you know? <laughs> so Pitschili was one of those, was, was a good follow-up to that because it was a little bit more, you know, ap- you know appropriate, I'd say, for the time of the chuppah. So that was, uh, it's, it's definitely what we, we'd call nachas, you know? And when another artist is performing it, when it's not you who's singing them down, but another artist is doing it, you sometimes say to yourself, oh, didn't he realize it's supposed to be done this way, that little part? I mean, something? the royalty check <laughs> when that 12 cents comes in. No, <laughs> it, no. I, I, to me, hearing other people, I think that's the ultimate form of, you know. Uh, but you know of, they're going to do it. Because when you hear someone else. Right. You know, but you know they're going to do it a little differently than you. I hope so. Right. That's then true. there's nothing special about the way I would do it. Right. You know, we, we all want to have something to offer. And it's uh, the coolest is when you hear someone completely different from you doing it, you know. Right being done in Israel by an Israeli group or a Hasidic group or something like that. 
it's funny because there's something about that song. There's something about it. And you introduced the words to us we were not familiar with, right? Those were words we were not right. familiar with, which is uh, sometimes, I don't know, an advantage, sometimes not. Right. It depends. Typically, people are, it doesn't uh, right, people work as well. Way, right? And uh, there's a certain phonetic quality to the words, you know, the way that they rhyme with each other, which is, I mean, English music is, is always a given, right. a Notorious standard. for that, um, right. But it was also slightly controversial to use words from Shira Shirim. Right. Um, Not everybody's happy a with A lot that. of people, you know, stay away from that. But, you know, there were some great G'daylam, um that wrote words, wrote songs, uh, actually specifically to these words. So to me, right. that was... Uh, On top of that, if we would go through Shira Shirim, we'd find a lot of songs. That's true. A lot. That's true. <laughs> so I guess it's a debate that'll continue. All right, can we do the Confinish Sharm? Is that a good place sure, to go to? All right, sure. this, is, this is what Simcha sounded like when he did Confinish Sharm live in Odessa, believe it or not. Uh, today we take a close look at the uh, uh, Liner Live in Odessa DVD and CD. You can go and stream it at LinerLive.com, LinerLive.com. You can watch all of this going on right now at Facebook by going to the Nahum Siegel Network uh, Facebook update page. Uh, you can do that right now, and um, and you can comment there, and of course you can comment on our app as well. Our final minutes with the Simcha Liner as we uh, play for you the Kanfei Nisharim selection from Liner Live in Odessa. This is JM in the AM.
JM and the AM with Simcha Liner. As he wraps up the Kanfeinish Sarim selection here at JM and the AM. Go to linerlive.com for information. Linerlive.com. CD, DVD, Liner Live in Odessa. Simple as that. And Simple Liner is uh, thinking about what to wrap things up with as we'll do one more selection after we say our goodbyes on a Thursday morning here at JM in the AM. Uh, really an amazing morning. Listener Moshe says, I think of Kanfinisharm every time I go to Givat Shaul. Funny line. Rehov Kanfinisharm. Suri says, you're her favorite artist. Judy says, spectacular. Lots of continued Hatzlacha. Uh, Nachman says, what a CD, stunning from beginning till end. That's nice. Thank you. Yoshua says, Espanecha is a favorite of mine. Kind of has that uh, sh- uh, Shmuel Brazil regish. Uh, old world comes in. Who wrote that? That was in by Chaim Davis. Interesting. A, uh, Rebbe in Yeshiva of Farakway, I believe. Yeah, Espanecha is an old world comes it song. That's a good yeah. point. Yeah. Um, listener Dina says, I remember you from the early Shapiro Brothers wedding. Your voice has always been powerful and inspirational. All right. Thank you. Uh, listener Tova is watching in Yerushalayim. Thank you, Tova. A lot of people out there, and I thank everybody for tuning in, either on Facebook Live or interacting with us on the NSN Nachum Single Network app. It's greatly appreciated. Simcha Liner's here. It's a big ratings booster for us. It's obvious there's a lot of fans all around the um, all around the world who are tuned in. Listener Israel, whose name I believe is Israel, on our app says amazing voice. So you're getting a lot of amazing compliments out there. Well deserved to say the least. Um, <laughs> just uh, send me the bill. I sort of, I sort of hesitate to ask you this question. But I think, I think artists can't stand the question, and I think listeners uh, not only expect the question but demand the question. And that's, of course, if you're working on a brand new album. <laughs> and uh, what can you tell us about that? We're working on. We're always working on it. <laughs> right, that's exactly. like the politically correct. Like album. I like to say, I'm always preparing for the next show. Right, that's right. Uh, <laughs> there's a couple things in in the works. We're always, uh, we, we really try not to waste any time, but um, at the same time, we don't want to, I don't know if you've seen from our experience, we, we never put out uh, a release date. Right. Because, Smart. Uh, you know, we don't want to have any expectations that are unrealistic, but we're definitely, definitely in, in the works of a new album, two new albums. Keep uh, Videos that people should check out. Uh, first of all, any uh, just remind me. I'm I'm drawing a blank. Videos from SL2. Was there anything that uh, that there, was of note? We wanted to focus on putting out the best live album video. This this production, right? The this video is, production one for Line Alive video, was, right. I mean, twelve cameras. But there is a video that someone uh, um, who said it to me. I don't know if it was my daughter or my son. Someone came to me this week and asked me to watch a video of you in a car. Oh, that was actually Yodati. That was Yodati, which that is on the, the DVD. We call it the Blinker song. Yeah, right, well, correct. On, you, that you, was put out for, for either Sphera or the three weeks. How long ago was that? Um, if it was Sphera, I'm assuming. Uh, oh, this past Sphera. Right. right. I believe it was the three weeks, though. So, so uh, this past summer. Summer. Um, that was uh, on, on the spur of the moment. Uh, I wrote a song. I made a video to the to the tempo of my Blinker. And, right. and Yodati's on the <laughs> DVD. Right. With the full musical. Production. Yeah. Of course, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm not saying that the video, that the video track is on it. I'm saying the real deal is on it. <laughs> right. Although um, we recently, this past Sunday, did uh, the NCSY show in Baltimore, right. which was a oh, who unbelievable was concert. Uh, Rabbi Benji Kramer told me you were there, and I heard the Wach family was uh, honored. Really, old high school classmate of mine, Samson Wach. Yeah. Nice. So that was one we of did them. Uh, good show, huh? We did some very interesting things 
introducing some new technologies into uh, Jewish music production. Nice. Um, where we built some acapella tracks live on stage. Yeah, fair. And then uh, had the orchestra join. So there's a lot of exciting things uh, coming soon. And we're always, we're always trying to up, up our game. All right, uh, Simcha Liner. I assume all the information people need is simply linolive.com, right? Exactly. Linolive.com. Uh, this Facebook presentation, which you could still watch at the end of uh, Now Live, uh, if you go to Nachum Siegel Network, uh, will be available, obviously, on our uh, on our page. And um, it's uh, really up to you to tell us uh, how you want to wrap up this segment, Simcha Liner, which of these selections uh, okay. strikes um, your fancy. Sure. So... I just I'll throw in a quick thank you sure. to uh, Rabbi Rafael Kruskal and Rabbi Shlomo Box. They are the uh, the rabbi and the director of uh, the Tikva Odessa, mm. um, the organization that really, really gave us the motivation and the courage to go for it, as they say. You know, they really uh, took this under their wing, and uh, we cannot thank them enough. And for uh, they have a restaurant in Odessa that's fantastic. So. If you're considering a vacation spot in Odessa, there's everything you need there for you. Um, I guess we can end with uh, Vatamarum, which was the finale of the show. And we had, as you can see on the video, um, hundreds of people come join us on stage <laughs> and dance with us. It was a, a, a great culmination of a great night. It was a sold-out night, to say the least. That's right. Simcha Liner, I appreciate your visit. Thank you for having me, as always, and I, I can't wait to be back. Thank you. I appreciate that. And let us know where the next obscure place on this planet is that you're listening to the NSN app. Believe me, we, we revel in those the types. The South Pole is a coming. I hope so. Believe me, we could use that on our agenda. Trust me. Simcha Liner, it's brand new, of course, the DVD and CD live in Odessa. Go to linerlive.com, linerlive.com. Plenty coming up after Jam in the AM. It's Charlie Harari kicking off an amazing lineup for us at the NSN Nahum Siegel Network all through the day, and we'll speak again at 11 o'clock during the live lunch. So uh, just stay tuned. Keep it where you got it all through the day. It is a decision you will not regret. Tomorrow, of course, the weekly update. That'll be happening at 7.40 tomorrow. I'm in Charleston, South Carolina tomorrow. So that's where we hope to do the weekly update Charlotte, from. Charlotte, I mean, yeah, I, 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 we were, talking, at, we were talk, talking about Talk about, about a dedicated listener. Talk, talk about putting the wrong thing in ways. That would have been terrible. I am in Charlotte. I am in Charlotte, North Carolina tomorrow. And a big shout-out to Rabbi Oppenheim. Anybody who's in the Charlotte area over the next week, you look up Rabbi Oppenheim and his family, and they will greet you, certainly, to say the least. So Charlotte, North Carolina is where I'm heading, and uh, we'll do the weekly update from there. As we said, Simcha Liner with Va'ata Marom. To wrap up a Thursday, you are listening to a new music alert Thursday at JM in the AM.
The Simcha Liner stopping by on a Thursday morning here at JM in the AM. That was Simcha Liner uh, during the recent conversation on a new music alert day uh, when we had him here at JM in the AM. JM Rewind uh, here on the Nahum Single Network. I thank you all for tuning in. Thanks so much. Every single Tuesday we got an opportunity to revisit some of the conversations and fabulous guests that we've had on JM in the AM. JM Rewind for you each and every week right here at the Nahum Single Network.